Hello and welcome to the 24-7 Sports College Basketball Show. I am your host, Trey Scott, joined by College Basketball's all-time career assist king, Jerry Meyer. And before we get started, we'd love for you to take a moment and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, because iTunes no longer exists, and leave us a five-star review. We're also available on Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. If you're listening to us on the 24-7 Sports Media Player, hover over that button that says subscribe, and then subscribe. So, Jerry... Your rankings council has released an updated top 247 for the class of 2020. Evan Mobley retains his spot at the top of the list. Let's start with his game, kid out of California, and work our way through the top 10, whatever else that might interest you. So Evan yep. Mobley, number one. Silky smooth, um, pushing seven feet tall. Uh, a negative, he's very slender. He's, I mean, almost like a Tayshawn Prince type body type. I projecting him out as to like what like maybe a Rashid Wallace mm -hmm. but I don't know if he has that type of crazy mentality competitiveness you know Rashid was special but he's that type of player skilled from the outside will post you up jump hooks um, plays with a very level-headed serious demeanor and um, impacts the game in a lot of ways you know he plays defense he rebounds outside his area um, but a very talented, uh, very good player. You know, the name Anthony Davis has come up as, an, you know, a comparison. I think that's pushing it a little. Anthony Davis has a big, much more sturdier, bigger frame. But uh, Evan Mobley, very talented. Crystal Ball is reading USC, it seems like a lot. Yeah, he's got there. his dad yeah. on the staff there. But. I have two things I want to slow down and unpack before we get to the top ten. First, Jerry, when we did 2019, you kept saying how excited you were for the class of 2020. Is this a loaded yeah. class? It's a very good class. Yeah, I mean, I think it is fair to say it's a loaded class. I mean, I'm looking at the list now. I'm looking at, like, number 101, 102, Chris Moore, R.J. Davis. They, they were two of the better players I saw this weekend in Los Angeles. Like, you know, they really stood out. They stood out in my mind. They made an impact on me, made an impression, and they're down there, which I don't – which is probably justified because I look at the names above them. There's a lot of good players. Then I think it's really strong at the top, um, a loaded top ten. I mean, we even discussed, as you put it, the ranking council. Uh, we're talking about Joshua Christopher, <clears throat> shooting guard out of California. Kind of felt like he should be higher. He comes in as a top ten player. But, you know, we wanted to move him up because in most years you would think he would be higher, like maybe a five. Yeah, you're like this. But this year, but right. it's, it's crowded this year. So. Um, you mentioned like the rankings council, and, and I, I think it's cool. We have a, a tool at 24-7 called My Five Stars. You can kind of each guy can sort of put out in public how he viewed the class. Jerry, I would love your unvarnished opinion on who you think is the number one player in this class, at least right now. And that's sort of the beauty of this thing. Is you I, well, I need to see more of McCurr Maker. <clears throat> that's Thon's younger brother, yeah. Thon Maker's younger brother. He comes in at number two. And then Cade Cunningham. I think those are the three guys. Now, Cade has a ton of momentum. Um, you know, I would say this time last year, I'm just guessing ballparking. He's probably like 13 in the country, something like that. He's just been tremendous. And we're talking a 6'6", very athletic point guard type. I would think – I think Brandon Roy is a great comparison. Thinking back, you know, pre-knee injury. Right, exactly. He's a great player. Yeah, if it was just me ranking it, which is, I guess it's going to be because we're going to start this new tool. Yeah. Um, 
it would be one of those three. I don't know, man. I got to think a little bit. At the end of the day, I have a notion it's going to be Cade Cunningham. Um, I just think the, the way the game's played now, having the ball in your hands as a primary type guy, and not, and I think he's got potential to be at least part-time point guard type, but he's that playmaker, that wing player who can play three positions, guard three positions, and really handle the ball. I'm, I'm very his, high on him right has now. Has his recent rise been like? Did he really improve over the last year? Or do you um, think he's just had a bigger stage or what? I think he's he's shown drastic. His athleticism went up another level. Um, explosiveness at the rim, the ability to just cross a guy over and bam, he's at the rim. Uh, that has gotten better, and just his. He's become a more dominant player. He's doing – like last year this time, he would do things he does now, but not in such a dominant, I own this court type fashion. I mean, we're talking to guys really feeling it, you know. He knows he's on top of his game. He knows he's he's probably the best playmaker out there right now in the 2020 class. So, standard improvement, but you don't – you know, you never know what you're going to see on athleticism. Yeah, I've seen, I just see yeah. – it feels like he's blown up this spring and this summer. I've seen a lot almost every weekend, something on yeah. Twitter about Cade Cunningham. The crystal They're ball, talking about his dunks. You know, yeah. he's, he's in rankings for dunks. See, I don't think that would have happened last year. I mean, he would have – I mean, it wasn't like he was a bad athlete. But, I mean, it's just that a next-level jump in explosiveness has made a world of difference for him. I saw you. You're the lead expert on him. You have your crystal ball in Oklahoma State, so that's, that's pretty rare territory for the uh, for the Pokes. It's kind of harkening back to the days of Marcus Smart or LeBron Nash. They used to always be in the mix for big chip guys or blue chip guys. And I know Kate's yeah. a Texas kid, plays at Monteverde Academy now in Florida. Is, is this an Oklahoma State Kentucky battle? Fiercely, do you do you really like Oklahoma State here right now? I think Oklahoma State's the team to beat right now. <clears throat> I could see people changing their picks as time evolves on this, very possibly. But Oklahoma State's being aggressive. Um, like, for instance, Isaiah Todd was wearing Oklahoma State gear at the camp I was just at. You know, that a lot of people do see that as a Kentucky-Oklahoma State battle. But Oklahoma State being very, very aggressive, getting their name out there, and they're going to battle for the top Texas guys which is what Cade Cunningham That's is. That's interesting. So Mike Boynton's doing some work on the trail. Let's get back to number two, Makura Maker. Think Thon Maker. Yeah. But I think more refined offensively, not quite as raw Was Thon, at the same stage. Did Thon end up being some sort of a dis- – I remember he blew up Thon like as a freshman or sophomore. Did mm-hmm. his lack of refinement, did that end up being sort of a disappointment? I wouldn't call it a disappointment. I mean, I think Thon kind of is what. I, I mean, I don't think, think anyone thought he was a non. I, I think the the mixtape world, yes. the the you know hardcore basketball fan, but not the guy. You know, the guy is basically watching guys on his computer. I mean, yeah, Thon looked like the next thing. I was led to believe he had a, like a shooting stroke. Yeah, because they were comparing him to Kevin yeah. Durant and all that, and that was just false. And a lot of people including myself, made statements about that. Like, come on, man. Thonmaker, he's more like a low, low version of Kevin Garnett, not a Kevin Garnett. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Kevin Durant. Um, so I don't I don't view him as a – I think the jury's still out. I think he's still developing as a player. I mean, yeah. 
I think he, we, we need some time before we make any final judgments on him. On Thon. Uh, number four, Jalen Green. One of the bigger names in the class. Mm-hmm. Is four a good spot for him? It feels like any other year he could be a number one guy. Well, the issue that I see with Jalen is just he's so skinny, so thin. Um, so that is a concern. Just strength, um, body type, and has his game – is he the same player he was a year ago? And, you know, that might be why he's slipping a little in the ranking. Part of it is these other guys are better. But, like, comparing him and Cade, Cade is just so much – more strongly built, more explosive, and that's just a big thing in basketball right now. I mean, you you have to be good in traffic, and Cade Cunningham, for example, excels at that. Jalen Green needs to keep building his body up. You know, needs to get stronger. Six five one seventy. Sorry, college basketball blue bloods. Memphis is Jerry Myers' current crystal ball pick for Jalen Green, the number four mm-hmm. player in the top two four seven. Moving along, Scotty Barnes. It's fun to see Syracuse in the mix for a top talent. Syracuse and Oregon are battling for this guy. Number five in the top two, four, seven. Good defender, great defender. Um, exceptional defender. Basically great, at, good to great at everything except shooting. Like a great and I'm really concerned about it. <laughs> like Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Yeah, to be honest, I'm really concerned because, man, his shot almost looks worse comparing it from this you know watching this weekend compared to this weekend to a year ago it certainly doesn't look any better and that's it's just hard to be really good you know if you can't shoot it that well unless so that's the that's a question on scott unless you're gonna get 20 rebounds a game which i don't think he's gonna do that now scotty very good versatile defender even if the shot never comes around he's still a very valuable good player but you know the council (laughs) and the industry starting to wonder man is that jump shot ever going to come around and it, it hadn't turned the corner yet got a lot hopefully more. it does got a lot, yeah. uh, the rest of the top five to unpack is or the top 10 to unpack as well as a few other odds and ends coming right back to you after a quick message from our partners from the world of sonic the hedgehog a new hero arrives i am ready is there anyone stronger no ha! tougher no funnier i do not make jokes i make warriors knuckles now streaming only on paramount plus yes paramount plus and the national park foundation present a mountain of zen are you still listening good take a deep breath you needed a break this earth week you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on paramount plus so yes you can literally stream a stream paramount plus official streaming partner of the national park foundation we are back on the 24 7 sports college basketball show discussing today's release of the class of 2020 top 247 rankings i'm here with jerry meyer jerry zaire williams yeah what stands out very intriguing um he i would put him in the same category as cade cunningham as far as guys that have great momentum moving up the rankings, you know, their stock is exploding. And it kind of fits in with what we were talking about. Zaire Williams, I wasn't huge on him this time last year. I thought he was too finesse, too soft, too weak with the ball. You know, you know I didn't see the, uh, you know, that strength that you need to be great. Well, it's, it's come along. And he's been great this spring and summer. 
I mean, he's a guy who can end up higher. You know, like him and Scotty are very similar build, and you know their athleticism is similar. Zaire Williams and Scotty Barnes, they're at five and six, but Zaire can get it in the basket. You know, he's a dude who's going to score, and so I wouldn't be surprised to see him continue to move up. But it just shows the tough thing in rankings, because I talk about a guy and like I don't think he's physical enough. I didn't think that about Zaire, but he developed. You know. It's, it's tough. <laughs> you can't predict the future necessarily, you know, on how guys' bodies are going to develop. Would, did I think this time last year Cade Cunningham would be in polls for the best dunk of the weekend? Not necessarily. So, Big it's part of the fun. It's why we keep watching him. He comes in at number six. Jalen Johnson at seven. So, this is uh, our first Duke crystal ball mix mm-hmm. in the action. What about Jalen Johnson stands out? Great to player. That that's a that's a tough threesome right there. Small forwards, Scotty Barnes, Zaire Williams, and Jalen Johnson at five six seven. I love Jalen Johnson's game. He can handle the ball either direction. Great passer off the dribble. Rebounds. Um, you know his outside shots got to get better, but he's on track. It's improving. And I always say this. With five-star players, your typical thing you're going to say skill-wise about them is their, their shot needs to improve because they have the athleticism. They're five-star athletes. They've survived a lot of their career on not really being needing to be a great shooter. And so the shooting usually impro- – I mean, Derrick Rose, oh, gosh. You know, it was kind of ugly when he was in high school when you watch him shoot. It was so hit or miss. It was erratic. But guys get better at shooting. But – Jalen Johnson's in that category, but just tremendous floor game. I mean, he's he's the epitome of that modern day point forward type guy. Derrick Rose was accidentally banking in jump shots against Texas in the Elite Eight. <laughs> so you remember from college, yeah? And it was even a little rougher when he was in high school. But I mean, five star, he's great. But yeah, the the shot comes comes along later usually for a lot of these guys. Uh, Josh Christopher's eight, not nine. No current crystal ball picks in yet for for Josh. Jerry, uh, playmaker, athlete, shooter. Wired to score, very physical, thick, lower body, kind of like a Justice Winslow type body, just really stacked and built. Explosive leaper, one foot, two feet, uh, six four. You know, so he's on that, you know, he's not a, a real long shooting guard, but, man, he packs some power. Explosive player, great in traffic. I really like his game. He, he's going to, you know, if he stays healthy, he's going to score a lot of points through the rest of his life. At number nine is Greg Brown, right. uh, forward out of Austin, Texas, uh, Vandegrift. Uh, with, Texas has three picks in the crystal ball. Kansas has one. Yeah, freaky athlete. Um, it's a bit of a drop, six to nine, not that big of a drop. Honestly, I mean, nothing right. His three about. spots. I mean, I think you attribute that to Cade Cunningham and Zaire Williams. You know, it's, he drops three, and this is another sort of a lesson in rankings. Yes, he did drop three, but it, nothing really changed about him. It's just like, man, we got to get Zaire above him. You know, he's he projects better right now. Cade projects better. Um. We, we talked a lot about him versus Josh Christopher at eight or nine, and we ended up bumping Josh above him. So those are the three spots he fell. But Greg, Greg's a tremendous athlete. Just needs to keep refining his skill level. Um, but just upper level, 
no doubt NBA type athleticism. We got at number ten, rounding out the top ten point guard Dacian yeah. Knicks. Finally a point guard. Yeah. Which is unusual. Usually you see point guards much higher, right? And then Jalen Suggs comes in right behind him and then there's another little break where it takes a while to get to a point guard. But um Deshaun, great passer, great vision, has that feel for the game. Tremendous left hand, a great finisher around the rim with either hand. I, mean, I saw him make a lot of tough left-handed layups this weekend. His shot is funky, um, sort of shoots off the side of his face with his elbow out. Like it's not how they, you know, they're teaching you how to shoot. But you know, it's improving as far as the ball going in. And he shot the ball pretty well this weekend. You know, it's just a little funky looking. Jerry, one guy outside the top ten you mentioned. As a, as a guy you really like, and I think he's risen up a little bit, Dayron Sharp. Very much so. I, I was really, really impressed with him this weekend, at the this past weekend at the Pangos camp. Um, remember Al Jefferson? Yeah. A, a little bit of Al in that when I look back over the years, you know, doing this like 16 years, to me Al was one of the most refined like just had all the moves and he had that big body, but you don't usually see that in high school guys. They, they learn post up stuff later in college and in the pros, but he was just advanced with his footwork, his back to the basket play, his comfort level with the ball, with his back to the basket. I saw some of that with um, sharp, really good jump hooks, really knew how to get leverage on his defender played, you know, quick, decisive moves, but always under control. You know, where a lot of times the big guy's rushing in there, you know. <laughs> he was very comfortable in his game. He's uh, committed to North Carolina. Yeah. I think it sounds interesting. Carolina fans should be excited. But it sounds interesting to see how he'd fit into that up-tempo up, up offense. Oh, he's going to run. I mean, he's going to fit in like Kennedy Meeks, Tyler Hansborough, like any of the, the good ones in the past. He, he's going to be very good in that system because – Roy really likes to have a post-up guy. You know, it's, it's a motion offense, push it up, try to get something off the secondary break. And then, you know, typically I think Roy would really prefers to have that four-out, one-in type motion look where you're really isolating and posting someone up, and Sharp's going to be great at that. Good deal, Jerry. Uh, that'll do it for today. That is not the final rankings update in the class of 2020. Um, and – it sounds like we've got a lot of excitement in store in that class, too, because none of the top 10 guys are committed. So uh, stay locked and loaded 24-7 sports. We'll catch you guys later.